Grace be to all those who love the Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. This morning we consider the word of God in Matthew chapter 5, the 13th verse. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. This is the word of God. In the name of our Savior Jesus Christ, who bids us go and make disciples of all the nations, dear friends in Christ. The world needs me. Seems like an incredibly conceited thing to say, doesn't it? History is replete with the stories of men so great that they considered themselves absolutely indispensable to society. But invariably it happened that when such men had shuffled off this mortal coil, society discovered that they could live very well without them. But society can't get along without Christians. For the very good reason that it can't get along without Christ. And Christians are the ones who bring Christ to the world. That's why it's literally true that the world needs you. The world needs you. And not primarily for the material things that you have to offer either. As Christ himself pointed out, what is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? No, the world needs you for a lot more than a hot meal and a bed for the night. As a follower of Christ, you can have an effect on people's eternal future. How does the world need you? First of all, Jesus says... It needs you to be salt. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. A corrupt world needs Christians to season it and to preserve it. Did you know that salt is essential for human life? It's a necessary nutrient. Human blood, for instance, has nine milligrams of salt per per liter, making it four times more salty than seawater. People can't live without salt. Well, what does salt do? The first thing that springs to our mind probably is salt is used as seasoning, and as seasoning, salt is completely irreplaceable. Just a small amount of it can turn food that is bland and uninviting to food that is appetizing and tasty. Christians are the salt of the world. They provide seasoning. Just as salt enlivens the flavor of food, so the gospel, as dispersed and proclaimed by Christians, spreads a flavor, an aroma, a fragrance of righteousness and salvation in the world. Paul says, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Yes, the world needs you, and not just to be a seasoning. In this corrupt world, Christians are needed as a preservative as well. And of course, that was for centuries the primary function of salt. In fact, up to about 100 years ago in the advent of electric refrigeration, that was salt's primary use. Throughout history, salt was used to preserve food, and for that reason, it, is, it was always quite valuable. Now we think of salt as a rather cheap commodity. You can get a whole pound of it for under a buck. But it was not always so. In most of history, salt was precious. 
In many places, cakes or bars of salt were used as currency. Roman soldiers were often paid their wages in salt. The word salary comes from the Latin word salus, meaning salt. Salt was a preservative and most often used to preserve meat. Of course, anything that's rotten and decayed is distasteful to us, but there's nothing quite like rotten and decaying meat. If you've ever smelled any, you know what I mean. Unfortunately, we live in a world that is a lot like corrupt, rotten meat. And you don't have to browse the internet or watch TV for very long to be convinced of that either. The sin of the world in which we live is a stench in the nostrils of the holy God. To combat the corruption of the world, Jesus says, we Christians are to be salt. We should provide the seasoning of the gospel in the world. Our presence should serve as a preservative to preserve the world from total corruption. Christians are to be tangy and strong tasting like salt, a public witness of morality and honesty, of modesty and humility, a public witness to the truths of God's word. But how often don't we fail as our, at our job as Christ's salt? How often aren't we rather bland and tasteless? We try to blend in with the crowd. Sometimes we actually mimic the corrupt practices of the world ourselves. We don't want to stand out, but we do need to stand out. We need to reflect the gospel of Christ. We need to be the salt that Christ intended us to be. So let me ask you the question. Are you a salty Christian or are you a bland Christian? Put it this way. If somebody new moved in next door to your family and they didn't already know, you didn't tell them that you were a Christian, how long would it take them to figure that out just looking at your behavior? Would they ever figure it out? Our Lord asks, if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Or as one writer put it, there's no salt for salt. That is, if salt loses its flavor, there's nothing you can do with it. It's worthless. It is then good for nothing, Jesus said, to be but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. No, we haven't always been salt, sad to say. We've often failed at our duty to serve as the preservative that our Lord intended us to be. Sometimes instead of battling the corruptions of the world, we've actually indulged in those very same corruptions ourselves. So let's confess that sin right now. Let's bring all of our failures and corruptions in repentance to the Lord. The good news is that though you may not always have salted the world, God has definitely salted you. He's already preserved you with the best preservative there is, faith in Jesus Christ. A generation ago, there were many women who really understood the science and art of canning food. And their secret was what? To strictly boil and clean and sanitize every jar and lid that they used. They would remove any germ that could possibly spoil the food. And that's how God has preserved you. He gave his son Jesus, who eliminated every last germ of sin on your record. 
He made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Though you were sinful, God applied to you the salt of his son, Jesus. So you will never spoil. You will be preserved unto everlasting life. You can say the same thing the Apostle Paul did. The Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. Do you realize what an amazing turnaround the Lord has accomplished in your life? What a striking new relationship you have to the world. Before you came to faith, you were the dupe and the slave and the prey of the world. Now you are its salt. Now you're its preservative. So get out there and be salt. Paul says, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. But, but you may know that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Live like a Christian, because you never know who's watching you, and you never know who's listening to what you have to say. The Lord may be working through your witness to preserve someone you meet to everlasting life along with you. Yes, whether they know it or not, the world needs you, because the world needs Christ. Amen. We conclude this morning with stanzas one and four of hymn 496.